thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you've been able to join us today for Jesus the Healer. I tell you what, the Word is thrilling. And just to sit and feed on the Word, the greatest joy of life is to fellowship with God and His Word. Amen. So we have a studio audience that's joined us today, and we're glad you've joined us. And so all of these are here. They're here to hear. They're here to be students. Why? Because when you learn, you can be a better doer of the word. And so today, hear this word with the intent of I'm going to be a doer of the word. Amen. Do it further and further and further. Amen. And uh, we ask you, get your Bible, get your notepad, because I'm expecting for God to give you answers. Amen. Answers for your life. We believe God for you to have answers for your life. And we want you to take note of those answers as they're given. And uh, it might just be some thought that has carries some light with it. Don't just treat it as, oh, that's a good thought. Write it down because you're going to need that answer and that help in your life. We have been starting off and because we're teaching on the mind and we've been taking our start with all these episodes at our golden text, which is 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I so appreciate that when Timothy was facing fear, that uh, Paul wrote to him and told him exactly his answer for that season in that time of testing. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us something more. He's given us power or authority. He's given us his own love. Not only that, he has given us a sound mind. So out of the soundness of the mind that belongs to you in Christ, answer fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Refuse to take on the thoughts of fear because thoughts of fear are an enemy to a sound mind. Yes. Amen. 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 And uh, we have to make sure that this sound mind, that we guard it, mm-hmm. we protect it. Amen. And we feed right thoughts into this sound mind. And I want you to know a sound mind is connected to the Word of God. When we give the Word first place in our thought life, we stay in the flow of a sound mind. And not only that, a sound mind belongs to us in Christ. It's part of our inheritance. And so uh, don't give up anything that Jesus paid everything for you to have. Amen. And uh, I so appreciate the wording that the Amplified Classic Translation says about a sound mind. It says it's a calm mind. It's a well-balanced mind. It's a disciplined mind, and it's a controlled mind. And I tell you what, we can say this, a sound mind also is going to be a renewed mind. 
Amen. That as we renew our minds with the Word of God, the sound mind that belongs to us in Christ dominates us in our thinking. Amen. It's not an unsound way of thinking that we have, but a sound way of thinking that we have. And I would encourage you in this, make sure you're interested enough in what He made yours to find out uh, what belongs to you in Christ and become skillful with that. And that includes having a sound mind. Amen. Amen. I appreciate something and we've looked at it in previous episodes, but I want us to look at it again in 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. John was writing and he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Now look at this next phrase, even as thy soul prospers. Or notice this, to the measure your soul prospers. We could say it that way, to the degree that your soul prospers. So health will flow in us to the degree that our soul is prospering. Well, what's a soul prospering? It's the renewing of the mind. It's thinking right. It's thinking God's thoughts after him. So as we renew our minds with the word of God, well, what do you mean by that, Pastor Nancy? Well, Romans 12 and verse 2 says, uh, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. By what? By the renewing of your mind. So as we renew our minds, it transforms our life. Your life won't look the same. It'll transform your life. Amen. Listen, when you get born again, the life of God, the nature of God comes in you. But when you renew your mind, your life is transformed. The transformation comes into your daily life as you renew your mind. Renewing the mind is taking on God's thoughts and making them yours. Any thought that is in opposition to what the Word says, we cast it down. We lay it aside. We refuse to entertain that thought. But we make sure that every thought that we allow to turn over in our thought life is in agreement with the Word. Amen. That's called the renewing of the mind. But the renewing of the mind is not complete just by knowing what the Word says. The renewing of the mind also involves being a doer of that Word. Our mind isn't renewed until... We're uh, doing the word in our everyday life. And then when we do the word, as doers of the word, it'll transform every single thing about us. Amen. Amen. Now, this is what John was saying. And he calls it, even as thy soul prospers, Mm -hmm. he's saying it the same thing. He's talking about the renewing of the mind. Your soul prospering is for your mind to be renewed, as Paul stated. Same thing, just two different men saying it using different words, but it's the same intent. So there again, let's look at 3 John with that in mind. 3 John again, chapter 1 and verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers or to the degree that your mind is renewed. So the further our mind is renewed, the more health we'll enjoy the more prosperity we'll enjoy. Health belongs to us. Prosperity belongs to us, but it's only the renewed mind that can partake of it. It's only the renewed mind that will enjoy it because until your mind is renewed, until you think in line with what God thinks, uh, you can't enjoy the fullness of what God made ours. And so we have to make sure that we're constantly renewing our mind. It's an ongoing process. And when I say constantly, I mean as a way of life. 
Yeah. Amen. It becomes our way of life. And uh, we're never done with that renewing of the mind process for the rest of our life. That's our lifelong privilege Mm -hmm. and our lifelong profession Mm -hmm. to continue to renew the mind. Amen. Amen. Why? Because a renewed mind thinks right. When you think right, the door is closed to the enemy. Mm -hmm. The door is closed to oppositions. Oppositions come, but they just can't get in. Um, that's why the enemy seeks to inject wrong thinking in, into our thought life is because he can only work through wrong thinking. When right thinking is in place, it's a closed door to him. He cannot get in. And so we want to make sure we're renewing our mind and no one can have a renewed mind in your behalf. (laughs) I mean, you cannot, that it won't work for just your spouse to have a renewed mind. Now, they can bless you to a measure, but it'll never take the place of you renewing your mind. Amen. Amen. And so as we renew our minds with the Word of God, you know what happens? We run out wrong thinking. Wrong thinking. What is wrong thinking? A bad Mm -hmm. self-image? Thinking, you know, that you have to struggle to get forgiveness. No, once you repent... For before God and you confess something before God, he forgives you and he forgets it. A renewed mind forgets what it ought to forget because it, once it's repented of, it's under the blood and gone. Yeah, and a renewed mind refuses to live with the memory of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And uh, people who struggle with a poor self-image or they struggle with the guilt or the shame of things of the past, I tell you, once you've repented, God forgives you of that. It's washed away in the blood, but you have to have a renewed mind so that you do not yield to the memory of the past because a renewed mind refuses to allow it in its thought life. Amen. No condemnation. No condemnation. Amen. Why? Uh, Because Jesus paid the price for us to live free from that. Amen. He was condemned so that we could go uncondemned. Amen. You say, Pastor Nancy, I've missed it in so much. Well, you know what that means? Join the club. Yes. We've all, we've all missed it, right? We've all missed it. And when we, knowing that we've missed it, all that means is that that qualifies us for a Savior and we have one. Amen. And His blood is more than enough to deal with where we missed it. So I tell you good news, no more shame, no more guilt, no more condemnation, no more harassment of the past. Put thoughts of the word in place. What is that? Thoughts of who you are in Christ. Thoughts of what belong to you because you're in Christ. And thoughts of what you can do because you're in Christ. Amen. Amen. So when the, the, the memory and the thoughts of the past try to trouble you, say, no, you don't. That's under the blood. I am clean in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I would say this. Our greatest defense against guilt, shame, condemnation, all of these things, bad self-image, our greatest defense is a renewed mind. Once your mind is renewed, it runs all that wrong thinking out. Mm -hmm. Condemnation is wrong thinking. Shame, guilt, all these things, unforgiveness, offense, worry, Mm -hmm. fear, thoughts of fear, all of that's wrong thinking. renewing the mind as we pour in the thoughts of the word, the thoughts of the word flush out the wrong thinking. What a joy to know that, that we don't have to live under a cloud of the past. 
that cloud is not over us by God. It's a cloud of wrong thinking. And so our greatest defense against the enemy, against all that wrong thinking is renew the mind. What's that mean? Feed on who you are in Christ. And I say this, find all the scriptures that say in him, uh, in Christ, through him, by him, all of those and meditate on those words. Meditate on those scriptures. Amen. That will renew your mind. In fact, you can go to our website at deframeministries.org and we have all of them listed. And you can download that for free. A list of in Christ and in Him and in whom. All of that's listed under one document and you can go, as I said, to deframeministries.org and download that. Feed on that. Meditate on that. Put it in your mouth. Put it in your thinking. Put it in your way of everyday living. Amen. Uh, In our previous episode, we were talking and referring about Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. And uh, God spoke and said, my people. Notice, not the devil's people. He's talking to his people. My people are destroyed. Can God's people be destroyed? Look what it says. My people are destroyed. What? For lack of knowledge. Ignorance is a killer. When you don't know who you are and what you have, depression will push you around. Shame and guilt and condemnation of the past will push you around and it will cut you off Mm -hmm. from receiving the full flow of what God's already blessed you with. And so it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Notice the devil's not mentioned in that verse. The devil can't destroy you. Why? Because Jesus defeated him, stripped him, reduced him to nothing, took him all the way to the bottom. Amen. He's got nothing left except the power of suggestion. He'll suggest shame. He'll suggest, con- suggest condemnation. He'll suggest guilt over the past. Mm-hmm. He'll suggest all these things. But the renewed mind says, no, you don't. I, that's not my thought because I am clean by the blood. Amen. Amen. And you just answer those thoughts. Amen. Don't live under the shame or the cloud of that. Mm-hmm. Amen. We don't need to work it out. We need to work in who we are in Christ yeah. into our thought life. Yeah. And, and run those thoughts out. Amen. And so, again, Hosea says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. When you don't know who you are in Christ, then the devil ends up pushing you around when he shouldn't be. Yeah. And uh, this, word, uh, this word destroyed actually means cut off. So we could read it this way. My people are cut off from the blessings of God that belong to them through their lack of knowledge. One of the, I was reading that in our last uh, episode and one of the audience members said, well, Pastor Nancy, there's a a companion scripture to that and it's Isaiah chapter five and verse 13. So you might want to make note of this one, Isaiah chapter five and verse 13. And it reads, therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. See, the devil will hold people captive in their physical life. He'll hold them captive in their mental life. He'll hold them captive with depression. He'll hold them captive with uh, bad habits, addictions. Listen, Jesus said, Jesus made you free. But how do we again get held captive to something when we've been made free? Well, it's what Paul said in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. He said, neither give place to the devil. See, lack of knowledge gives place to the devil. 
Ignorance gives place to the devil. When we don't know, the devil takes advantage of our ignorance. He thrives on ignorance. He's counting on ignorance to work his plan. And so notice this, Isaiah said, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. So there again, our greatest defense against the enemy is to know who you are in Christ. Know how to exercise your authority in Christ. Become skillful with who you are. Answer that opposition. Um, I, I want to make a particular statement, and I tell you, it's sobering to people uh, that might not have heard of something like this, but it's in line with the scriptures we've just read, is that when believers are held in captivity or held in bondage by something, they're not in bondage to the devil. They're in bondage to an unrenewed mind. An unrenewed mind is holding them out of receiving all that God has made theirs to where they don't experience what they should be experiencing of God's blessing. The blessings aren't withheld, but you have to know how to cooperate with those blessings. You have to know how to receive them. You have to have thoughts that allow the blessings to flow, words that allow the blessings to flow. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I thought these are ours by faith. Yes, but right or wrong thinking dictates how you're going to believe. If you think wrong, you'll believe wrong. And if you believe wrong, you'll speak wrong. But if you think right, you'll believe right and you'll speak right. And then you cooperate with the blessings that that belong to you and then you receive right. Amen. Amen. And so I, I know this, that sometimes people can get entrenched in a wrong way of thinking and then they need help. I mean, they've, I will say this, uh, every single day, there comes thoughts or something that comes that I have to say, no, that's not my thought. I cast that thought aside. I cast that thought down. I refuse to take that thought. That's just a way of the life for the believer is that we pay attention to our thought life. So every day we pay attention and we resist certain thoughts, but sometimes people have done it for so long they didn't know. See, through lack of knowledge, they thought every thought that came to them was their thought. And you have to learn this. Every thought that that comes to your mind didn't originate with your mind. Mm -hmm. The devil can speak to the mind and he speaks from out here against the mind. And then the Spirit of God will speak to your spirit and it floats up and enlightens your mind. You have to know the difference. Did it come up from your spirit or did it come out from here against the mind? If it comes against the mind from out here, it's troubling. It'll trouble you. But when it comes up from your spirit, there's peace with it. There's joy with it. Even if it's a corrective word from the Holy Ghost, you'll still have peace. It won't rob you of peace. It won't rob you of joy when God's speaking to you. But when the devil is threatening something or challenging you in your thought life, it'll rob you of peace. It'll rob, it'll draw you up in the mental arena and hold you up there if you're not careful. And so uh, people need to distinguish the difference because every thought that comes to your mind did not originate with your mind. And so therefore you need to realize just because that came to your mind, it's not yours. Amen. A thought isn't yours till you decide it's yours and turn it around and accept it and turn it over and over in your thought life. Amen. Hallelujah. It's so good to be free. If any thought doesn't lead you to peace, it's not yours. If any thought doesn't increase the joy flow in your life, it's not your thought. Resist it. Answer it. Tell it. No, you don't. You've held me in guilt long enough. You've held me in shame long enough. You've held me in condemnation long enough. Answer it. That's what the renewed mind does. 
And that's what I mean when I say when Christians are in bondage, they're held by uh, worry and fear and panic. And they're held by these things. It's not because of the devil. It's because they don't know the right thoughts yet. Their mind's not renewed. And so renewing the mind as you pour in the word, it flushes out and runs out wrong thinking. And that process does not happen overnight. It's just part of our lifestyle. So let me go back to what I was saying previously. Sometimes people have been entrenched in a wrong way of thinking for so long that they really, and really this is very few, very few that cannot help themselves. Mm -hmm. You can take the word yourself Mm -hmm. and apply the word yourself and that word will flush it out. Amen. And that's what we're we're, uh, endeavoring to teach you is know who you are and the authority that's yours and how to become skillful with that authority so that you don't have to rely on someone else Mm -hmm. to help you with their faith. But Mm -hmm. there may be times as you're growing in the knowledge that you have allowed wrong thinking to become, to get such a hold on you Mm -hmm. that it's even hard for you to think right because you've been entrenched. Now, don't, don't think it has to stay that way. I said, don't think it has to stay that way. But ever since I started this broadcast, I could sense the anointing in my hand. Well, what is that? That's power. Well, what's that power for? What's that power for? It's for you. Amen. Amen. So I want to speak to those of you. I wanted to say some, some statements first before I ministered this because I wanted to get you to understand uh, why I'm ministering this. Uh, but uh, whenever, whenever somebody gets entrenched, maybe they've been entrenched in depression. Maybe they've been entrenched in torment. Mm -hmm. They've been entrenched in worry. And I mean, it's almost like their mind has uh, gone outside of the boundaries of a sound mind. Well, I tell you, there's divine help for you. And I'm going to pray for you. But I will say this. It is no substitute for you renewing your mind. Amen. Anytime you receive help from someone, someone else lays hands on you. Your pastor lays hands on you or a fellow believer agrees with you in prayer. That is temporary help. It, long-term help comes from uh, getting built on the inside of you who you are in Christ. Amen. Amen. And renewing your mind, that's long-term help. But there are times when we need the assist of someone else. And it's a privilege and a, uh, and a joy to pray for you. And I'm going to do that. And I want you to set your faith with me. If that describes you, if you're harassed in your mind, and I'm talking about bombardment, mm-hmm. I tell you, there is help for you. And so Satan, I speak to you in the name of Jesus You take your hands off their minds. Those who have been so, so dominated by tormenting thoughts that they've even had to rely on medical help for their mind. They've had to rely on drugs for their mind. I say, you be free in Jesus' name. Satan, no more. In Jesus' name, you take your hands off God's property. In Jesus' name. And I say, be free. And I say, the peace of God that's on the inside of you, Rise up in Jesus' name and you yield to that peace and the joy of God that's on the inside of you for it to spring up and you draw on that joy. Amen. Amen. Now, I'll I'll say this. Uh, Those of you who you say, Pastor Nancy, that applied to me. What's your part? I take it. I take it. Thank you that I'm free. Thank you that I'm free. I take that. That's for me. I receive that right now. And then keep praising God. 
Keep praising God because that will hold you in the faith arena. See, you don't want to be back in that mental arena. You, you want to be held in the faith arena and praise is one of the primary ways to hold you in the faith arena. Now, many times people are experiencing things and every believer has to do this. We all have to renew our minds. And I'll tell you this, you can't cast out an unrenewed mind. That's not what that prayer was for. Yeah. That was for people who have been entrenched that the devil, because of wrong thinking, and it doesn't, you know, there's no guilt or shame with that because God brings help for you in that. But there are, no matter who you are, you have to become skillful in the thoughts of the word. You have to become skillful at answering wrong thoughts because no one can cast out an unrenewed mind. Amen. Your pastor can't cast it out. I can't cast it out. Brother Copeland can't cast it out. You renew your mind and the thoughts of the word drive out wrong thinking. Aren't you so thankful? You say, well, I'm waiting on God to do it. He did do something for you. He gave you his word. Take that word and drive back and drive out that which tries to trouble you. Amen. Listen, uh, you do not have to live the rest of your life feeling like your mind is not your mind. Right. Amen. Yeah. That power, power was flowing to you when yes. I prayed. Yes. I said power was flowing yeah. to you. You receive of that power. I know in years past, I don't know that you do this so much with the, the cars that are available today, but growing up, if the battery in your car went dead, mm-hmm. you still had your battery. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't lose your battery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because it lost the ability to fire. You still have your battery. Yes. You still have your sound mind. I don't yes. care what's come against your mind. Ooh. The sound mind is still yours in Christ. But what would happen when our batteries went dead on our vehicles, you'd get somebody whose battery was hot and full. Somebody who was uh, charged, yes. right? And they would hook up jumper cables. And what was in the live charge went to the battery that needed charge. Yes. And you know what they'd tell you after they charged? And we call it jumping your car. Remember yeah. that? You yes. know that? I don't know that we do it so much because I know now it can mess up the computers in our vehicles to do that sometimes, but in the older vehicles. Mm-hmm. But whenever they'd charge or jump your car, you know what, you know what my daddy would say to me? Don't turn off the engine. Yes. Keep it running. Yeah. Why? Because if you kill it real quick, yeah. then it, it didn't build up any charge in the battery once you received a charge. Yes. You see, you got to build that up. So don't let go of your faith. Don't turn off your faith. Keep praising God. Amen. What do you do? Say, thank God I'm free. The power of God is working in me. Amen. I'm free in in my mind. I'm free from bondages and addictions. Amen. I'm free from tormenting thoughts that run my life and have harassed my life. No more. Because the sound mind is still yours. We just charged, we just gave it a divine charge by the anointing of God. Amen. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. Well, we've been teaching out of my book, A Sound Disciplined Mind, and we want you to get your copy of it because it'll bless you to feed on these things over and over and over. And uh, how do you get it? You go to our website at defrainministries.org and we'll send it right out to you. And until the next time we see you, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. 
to watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, September 4th through the 8th. Come expecting your miracle. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.